0: The 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Reardon. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Purple Psychology. I'm Maria O'Riordan. Thank you very much for listening and spreading the word. So for this episode 3, again I'm joined by our resident live guest, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Nisha, you're welcome. Thank you. Welcome back to the programme. So this time we're going to talk about something you haven't really gone into a lot of detail about since you invented a method in 2013, you released some details to the press. Now even though there was a huge amount of media coverage, and me, I looked back on it, there were 105 media reports on this back in 2013, and you called it the periodic table of the development of results, also known thankfully as Purple Success for short.
1: What is Purple Success? It was um, an idea I started working on from the very beginning about six years ago. Um, So there was uh, 112 items that I thought mattered to people. And when I was interviewing them, I was not only looking for their personality type, but I was looking for their learning style, which we talked a bit about in the last episode. So in episode one, we talked about people having uh, two sides of a coin. And for me, these elements were about people being their best version of themselves and the most balanced. We then, being me, I had to make it very colourful and I also had to make it incredibly simple. So four is the magic number, there was scale back to four learning styles, there's four different types of groups of people, um, which is very different to other people's groupings, which I'll explain in a minute, and we could get results within four hours so for was the the golden nugget. I didn't agree with the way that people concentrated on saying, you know, it's almost like you're going to be a fireman, you're going to be an office worker, you're going to be a teacher, you're going to be a politician. There was a lot of boxes that people tried to put people into in the past, um, and they expected them to have certain roles. I wasn't interested in that. What I was interested in is what they needed to be successful, and also the fact that it became quite apparent to me that different groups of people achieved results in different time frames. Um, which was very very vital to know Um, especially like when you have older clients coming to you and you want to know why exactly they've repeated the same patterns over and over in their lives but also when you have younger students and you want to get it right very quickly
0: why haven't you spoken openly
1: about this yet I guess I, I on a lot of days I feel like an, um, a combination of Darwin in that I'm not sure the world is ready for it, and he sat on his work for almost 20 years, and also Alfred Nobel gave you know the bomb to the world.
0: Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. He invented dynamite to help construction,
1: and look what happened. There is an element of I, I know that this can be used for a lot of good. Um, I've used it um, across the span of ages from well, I suppose, realistically sort of young children from five, you can definitely see what's happening, right through to 70-year-olds. And you've used it only for good. Similarly, I suppose if someone wanted to be really difficult out there, they could decide who who should achieve, who shouldn't, um, how long it should take everybody. um, um, And there's a very negative aspect to it that scares me. Well, I know since 2013, you've been put through the mill by some very big
0: corporations in the world
1: yes yeah, so i think uh, we haven't openly dwelt on that fact um, and you know the on a day-to-day basis, it's very hard because um, people look at the success of clients and look at the monetary success. And I can't talk about a lot of my student cases. And sometimes I don't think people even see see the huge picture of what has changed in their lives or what has happened. So I guess what
0: we can make public now, I I guess our, our friends and family would know anyway, but we have both decided that all of the methodologies will, at some point in our lives, be made open source.
1: Yes, I think that's very important. It's a very important legacy to leave behind. When you look at these four groups of people, um, and it's really amazing that the world you know, can, can be broken down into these four different different categories of people and what matters to them. Two of them, um, it's all about them, and they expect the world to revolve around them. You know, um, and two sets of people, are, are really it's, it's, they're really affected by the environment and the people around them and, and what happens. So they're, they completely set each other off. And and that's quite fascinating to look at that and to even look at it in a global context in terms of politics and things that are happening in the everyday world. So this is universal, the periodic table
0: of the development of results. Purple success can be used with children as you're working with children right now, young kids, teenagers, adults and people, you know, blooming in life in later life.
1: Yeah, and and it's very interesting. Like, there's one group of people who always are incredibly misunderstood. They come to me, you know, nobody ever gets them. They 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 come with a whole consistent string of labels attached to their name. You know, they they go to multiple psychologists and they they come up with this whole bucket load of labels and nobody really gets it. There's another group that are predominantly the hugest mix of students who who traditionally hugely underachieve in in education. Um, and I have you know the biggest cohort of my students are from those two categories of people. So with your methods, how do you make people successful? There's, there's a it's it's incredibly simple. Um, there's a, a series of golden nuggets that that matter to each set of people, and if you get those right in the order, um, and you're looking at um, their learning style in combination of how they actually need to process information, and there's even trends within the groups of people that some of them. Will have um, a huge amount of multiplicity and will have all four learning styles, whereas other group, another group of people are incredibly linear and only have two learning styles. Why has this never been researched and brought out before? I don't honestly know. Like I said to someone six years ago, when you know, when, I, when I started working on things, I just saw things and that things were incredibly obvious to me. And they're incredibly simple and I, and I don't know. And I suppose a big part of the fact why I haven't bothered to talk about any of it is because for a long time it, I just see it. And I just assume everybody else can see it. Can you ever turn off? no it's always on yeah I, I see that with you You can never switch it off no i can't it, it's it's always there I, i'm always seeing the patterns and seeing the elements and yeah it, it's there and everything it's a bit daunting because i am aware
0: that a couple of years ago there was a, again a massive corporation on one of the top rich lists tried to reverse engineer what you were doing without success is it because they just can't comprehend the level that you're working with or, or what was the reason
1: I, I don't honestly I don't honestly know. It's um and, and it and I find it very difficult because for me when I work with people um transparency and awareness and awareness of who they are and awareness of what matters to them is is key for the results and so for every child that I meet I will fully explain exactly how they're processing information both to them and to their parents and I um you know write reports and I'm incredibly open about what's happening. And it's incredibly important for me to do that with every client we work with, regardless of what age they are. So I'm just conscious of kind of wrapping around the podcast about what we've talked about in episode one, episode two and episode three. So in episode one, I said that, you know, that I wanted to understand why no two dyslexic students that came into the school Got the results in the same time frame, and some of them were highly successful, and some of them weren't. And I always find it fascinating, you know. and um, a lot of people have done research in the past with twins. I was very lucky in that I got to meet a lot of families. So I would work with siblings, they had the same family, the same support, the same genetics, dyslexia coming through the family, they were going to the same schools, they often had the same teachers, and yet you would have two radically different people. One of them you give a little bit of help to, and they fly, get A's all around them, stay in honors classes. Um, you know, the world was be, to be conquered when other people would just fall apart and wouldn't be able to write anything down would feel incredibly bad about themselves and wouldn't be able to talk about it there was, you know, was massive amounts of frustration there was, there's also, you know, one group of people, there's a lot of, um, a lot of violence in the home, a lot of teenagers, like, and parents find that very hard to talk about, where the, where their sons will suddenly become quite violent around 15 or 16 and, um, you know, so really, really adverse reactions to not being able to write, not being able to communicate. And how do you deal with that? Well, you know, this, this was a fascinating part like I'm start. I, you know you asked me if I can ever switch off no I don't because I'm starting to see patterns and groups and see categories that these people fall into and how you know two people can essentially have the same dyslexic difficulty and written expression difficulty or spelling difficulty and yet they will behave completely differently.
0: But you're not saying that dyslexics are violent by nature?
1: No but but there there, there can be personality driven that they can become that way and and I find that really interesting you know that that you can take a challenge and people can react so differently to it.
0: I have found it interesting to see you work with twins.
1: Yeah, how different they can be with their personalities, considering they came out of the same womb. Well, you know, in some cases, I'm not, I don't know how they shared it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just it's, it. They're so different. It's fascinating. But but yeah, like you know, I I I, I think I'm beginning to answer all those questions, and that you know that are brought up in episode one. This is what this table has allowed me to do. It's allowed me to answer all the questions of why is it such a big deal for some people not to be able to spell, when for other people it's kind of like, yeah, that's a bummer, but, you know, I'll conquer that. And I'll be twice as hard at myself along the way.
0: Why do you think this podcast is having such a reaction from people around the world?
1: Because it's about real people, and it's... Um, I think when when... When you get it right with a book or a film, it's because people can see themselves in it and there's an element of themselves, which is why I'm trying to be so generic and talk about all the different types of people and the different scenarios and the different situations and the different reactions and, you know, the different needs. And, you know, if you get that right in a book, somebody can find themselves in somebody in the book.
0: So everyone sees themselves in what you're doing. Yeah. But it's about everybody. That makes sense. I'm really enjoying the series. This is Purple Psychology. That was episode three. We'd love to get your questions. You can email me success at theforevermethod.com success at theforevermethod.com. Dr. Nisha, you open to answering those questions as well as we go on in the series. That's fantastic. And also, if you'd like to contact or see more details about Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, you can just put Dr. Nisha O'Reilly into Google. There's a fabulous array and multitude of websites about her. And also drnishaoreilly.org, d-r-nisha, n-a-o-i-s-e, O'Reilly, o-r-e-i-l-l-y, dot org. This has been Purple Psychology Episode 3. I'm Maria Reardon, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Thank you so much for being here this time. And we look forward to the word spreading out there and people getting the word out. Thank you. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Reardon. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.